forever. Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show, with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Hello, Best Show. Hey, Rick, it's Jerry. Look, I I, I don't know where you get off calling me a flagrant blowhard behind my back at Tim and Steve. All I said was, if you ask me, the Foo Fighters painted themselves into a massive corner with echo, silence, passion, and grace, which they've never gotten out of. And I'll tell you one thing. If you want to throw down, bro, just say the word and it's on. I don't care if you're my shift supervisor. I'm six years older than you, and you cannot talk to or about me like that. You saw what I did to Steve's face when I did that. Oh. Anyway, call me back. Hello? Hello? Excuse me? Hello, hi. Rick? Rick, no, this is Tom. Oh, I must have dialed the wrong number. Oh, I'm sorry, who is this? Tom, The uh, I do a show, Best Show. Oh, your radio show? Yes, it's a radio show. Oh, you play records? I'd love to hear some PJ, some Pearl Jam. Um, well, we don't. It's not exactly that kind of radio show. Um, All right. And how, it, how about uh, how about nineteen eighties rock and roll by Gigi Allen? Uh, look, I like that song as much as the next guy, but I'm really not playing that stuff. What's your favorite lyric? Because mine, I think mine is 1980s rock and roll, 1980s rock and roll. Come on along. It's a rock and roll party. So bring your friends and don't be tardy. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I think there's one of uh, my favorite part is when it goes, uh, when it's like a little bit louder, couldn't like- be prouder. When it goes a little bit louder, couldn't be prouder. Of 1980s rock and roll. Because it really was a thing to take pride in. In the decade. Because people would just be like. What's the best decade for music? But people would be like. Oh 1950s rock and roll. Other people would be like. Oh are you kidding? 1970s rock and roll. And somebody else would be like. 1960s rock and roll. But then Gigi Allen stood up and said. I'm so proud of the music we make. For 19, uh, the 1980s. Have produced the rock and roll. I couldn't be prouder. And that's why he got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on the first vote. That is why he, he, wait, no, he's not. Is he in? I think he is, right? Should be. I got to check this. Hold on a second. No, I think you're right because as it's going now, I think every member of of Bruce Springsteen's, uh, circle is getting in before anyone else. So I, I think up next is uh, his, his tour chef. Yes. His Bruce's tour chef and nutritionist are getting in this year. I think you're right. Which is pretty exciting. Um, yeah. Hey, what are you doing on this show? What are you talking about? Uh, all different. Right now we have a, a topic. We've had a topic going for a few weeks, uh, which is, uh, 
the top 50 snacks of all time? Ooh, that's actually fun. I'll tell you, I I don't really eat snacks anymore since I went mm-hmm. on the uh, flagrant paleo diet back in 2002. You know, the okay. paleo diet is, is like it's meat, fruit, vegetables, nuts, and, and seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, this flagrant paleo, it's just seeds. Just seeds. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's like I, I don't feel like I'm getting a ton of nutrition, but I don't mind saying I'm really svelte. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's you, good. You can, definitely, you can definitely see most of my bones. Okay. But uh, that's, um... I love... I, I love snacks when I was a kid, though. Mm-hmm. Like which ones? Well, I don't know. I I I love so many, and my my buddies in, in my scout troop they called me the snack monster because I ate so many snacks, but also because I used to dress up as a combination of Dracula, the Hulk, and the Wolfman's nephew Wolfview. Hold on, the Wolfman had a nephew. Yeah, his name was Wolfview. Wolf view, few like it's a combination wolf man and nephew. Oh, wolf view. Okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. That'd be a yeah. He 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 didn't have like big powers like the wolf man did. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of cute. And he was also he would he be like wolf view get over here. Yes, and then wolf view would go okay because he had a very high voice because he was young. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that makes sense. And I, well, I gotta, I, I gotta also, check that out. He, he would distract uh, people with his cuteness while the wolf view did shoplifting. I, th- I think that's what he, what his role was, pretty much in a lot of okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know there was a shoplifting element in the Universal Horror World. Yes, that's that's how he started. I mean, he he didn't start as like like a mean monster, basically. You know, there are people that are born very hairsuit, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of them sadly ended up, you know, in, in, as, in these sideshows. But, but the original Wolfman, as far as I know, he, he tried to make it as, as a shoplifter. Mm-hmm. But that he is... so much attention to, him, to himself that he needed a, a sidekick to kind of distract people. Unfortunately, the, side, the sidekick, the nephew, looked just like a smaller version of him, though. So it didn't really work that well. Sure. So he didn't make, he wasn't there for all the movies. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. 
Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Back back to the topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was always munching on something as a kid. There's so many great snacks, and uh, oh my god, off the top of my head, what did I like? I liked. Um, let's see. Um, Randy's hot cheese balloons. Uh, Uncle Dan's pretzel pencils. Uh, Big League Chew. Bush League Chew. Uh, Jelly Rats. Uh, stink berries and cream. Uh, Mount chocolate, more pastries. Um, do you remember Lyle Alzado's candy beards? I think I do remember those. I never, I never had them. That might have been more of a regional thing because he didn't play football in 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 the tri-state areas, best I remember. Okay, well, how how this thing worked? It was very odd. Like it was, uh, I. I mentioned that big league chew earlier, you know, it was like these little strands of bubble gum, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. These were like even tinier strands, like little, almost like pellets of, uh, of gum. And kids would, would put, put them on their faces. Like they, they were black. So it was like a black beard on your face. Mm-hmm. And then you'd eat the, each other's beards off their, their faces. Okay. Well, that's troubling, but I can see how as a kid that'd be fun. Super fun. Super fun. Uh, mm-hmm. What else do I like? Uh, little Butter Babies, uh, Nerds, Dorks, Dweebs, Drips, uh, Potato Chimps. Did you ever try those? Potato Chimps? No. Yeah. Basically, Potato Chimps, but they were in the shape of, of chimps. I didn't know you could shape Potato Chips. I thought they were just potato oh, yeah. slices. I, I don't know. I mean, they could do anything back back in the early '80s. Yeah, I guess the potato the early '80s was a uh, you know you had rock and roll '1980s rock and roll and '1980s potato chimps. Two of the greatest things of all time in one in one short short time period. Uh, sure. What else? Uh, uh, Grandma Irene's little fudge pancakes that even came with a little battery powered uh griddle do you remember those no i don't that might have been regional too um yeah what else? uh old man pritchard sour pickle pies um what else did i eat lou mariano's uh pizza pencils little uh pencils uh that were made of pizza mm-hmm. uh root beer rods uh hot licorice blobs did you ever have a, a bubble belt I remember other bubble things, not a bubble belt, though. This was a full adult-sized uh, belt that you'd wear around your, your waist, but it was made of bubble gum. Okay, and would you chew it or just wear it? You would wear it, and eventually you'd chew it. But, you know, a, a lot of kids who, who, who couldn't afford the, the bubble belt, they would sort of chew on your belt at school sometimes, which was a, a very, very odd scenario. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that is a, that's a strange one. Uh, a fun dip I liked. Uh, uh, agony dip. Um, root and twos and raisin rope. Uh, Bible bites. Um, uh, James Condy, which was uh, 
basically Peter, peanut butter cups, but they were in the shape of James Caan in, in his rollerball outfit. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Laffy Taffy, uh, Depression Taffy, uh, Jeff Baxter's Hot Rock and Popcorn, uh, Little Puddin' Dippers, uh, the Soda Faucet. Do you remember that? The wait, 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 what was that one? It was called the Soda Faucet. Basically, it was an edible wax faucet that was connected to a small edible candy corn hose that fed cheap soda from a small non-edible tank into the faucet. It was very dangerous because you were never sure what was and wasn't edible, and I'm pretty sure several children were hospitalized after eating one. Well, that sounds dangerous, yeah. Very, very dangerous. On that yeah. same tip, um, the incredible edible engine. What is that? That was Ford Motors' uh, entry into the candy wars. And the, basically, it was a tiny engine that was made out of milk chocolate. I'm sorry. I have this wallet that it's on a chain. Yeah. And I think the, cha- the chain kind of unclasped and it ends up falling under. I, I'm not ashamed to say I, I, I have an ottoman in, in my house, and it falls directly under the ottoman. I got it right back here. Why would it, Why would you be uh, potentially ashamed to have an ottoman in your house? I don't know. I, I guess I feel like it's such an in, uh, antiquated piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. At this point. Okay. Well, well I, be proud of that ottoman. I will. Thank you. Thank you. to the incredible edible engine um basically it was a tiny engine that was made of milk chocolate and like the soda faucet it it had several components that were not edible specifically i I think the the intake valves and and i'm i'm pretty sure several children were hospitalized after eating that also so it, it wasn't all good stuff so this, so Ford's Ford entering the candy wars probably did not last very long. No, I I I think it was their only submission, other than like a couple of tires, maybe. Mm-hmm. Tires, yeah. Hey, well, how how about you? What were your favorite snacks that from uh, back in the day? Oh, as a kid, man, there were so many things I, I liked. Ayayays, um, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Gum, um, Hershey's Crab Cabs, uh, Yowchies. Did you ever have Yowchies? What is that? I don't remember that. It was a it was a very sharp chocolate. Like the, I don't know what they were doing to this thing, but it hurt to bite into. Oh my god! Like all over your mouth, or just your tongue, or did it was it everywhere? Everywhere, everywhere, potentially oh. everywhere could hurt. That's sounds- our- but but kids. Kids bought it though, right? Kids bought it, and kids would, uh, at a point, kids realized it was a better weapon than a, a, a candy. I see. Wow. <laughs> they started buying it and throwing them at each other. Oh my God! Like candy, candy throwing stars. Yes, that's exactly what it is. 
Um, PB and J and F was great. Um, Doug Llewellyn's Candy Blast. Uh, I love those. They were so good. What was the F in, in, in that other one? I don't know. But I loved it. Okay, okay. It was really good. And then you'd like try to make it at home because you'd get peanut butter. I knew the PB was peanut butter. The J was jelly. And you'd do it at home and you'd be just like, I don't know what the F is. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Hokey pokies were good. Um, chocolate lamb chops. I love those. Uh, and then my favorite of all of them was Ronald's Smush. What is that? It was just a guy named Ronald, I guess. And it was just like a, just like a, like what it sounds like, just like a, a blah, a blob of candy. Like it had been stepped on. Ooh, doesn't sound so good, but it, but it, it, it was great. It was really great. Oh my God. And they had different ones. Ronald's marshmallow smush. Um, Ronald's fudge smush. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds like a giant mess, but it, 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 it does, it does sound tasty. Yeah, it was good. Oh no. What? Oh no. Remember the guy I thought I thought I was leaving that message for Rick? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think he just pulled up. Oh my god, he he must have been listening to to the show. I I didn't realize how popular your show is. I guess I guess you're like Eddie Trunk but minus the cool music talk and the same five guests over and over again. Oh no. Oh no. I Oh no, I hear him revving out there. Do you hear it? I hear some yeah, I hear a revving. What is that? Oh my oh my god, that's him. Oh my god, I thought he was joking. He he said he has he has this thing going on with his car that's like a Christine scenario. Remember the movie Christine? Yes, yes. Oh no. What? Oh, no, he's out of the car, and yet the car seems to be under its own control, just like the movie Christine. That is so weird. And you know what's also weird about Rick? What's that? He looks just like the tough guy in in Cunningham's Cunningham's auto shop at school. It was actually like 37. The actor was 37. That's what yeah. he looked like. Were oh. there rules against young people playing young people back then? I don't know, but in, in the, the commentary, I listened to the commentary to Christine once, and both, um, who's the actor that plays Cunningham? He, he went on to have a, a successful directing career. What's his name? Keith, Keith um, not Keith David. What is it? It's something like that. Something like that. Anyway, him. So who directed that? John Carpenter. I think John Carpenter. It might have been. Yes. They're talking about it, and that scene comes up, and they both cannot stop talking about what a beautiful, gentle man that guy was. Oh, that's that's powerful. Keith Gordon, I believe it was. Keith Gordon. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And you, you know what? I, I like that the last conversation I'm ever going to have on Earth was 
was was a pleasant one like this, but it, it looks sure. like it's going to kill me with his car. So well, I wish nothing but the best to, to you. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Uh, have 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 have, uh, have fun snack talk with your uh, your ensuing guests. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Well, that was a that was a call. I hope he's okay. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns. Segment producer, Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.